Hello, people of the internet. Welcome to another episode of Odyssey of the Oberon, our weekly D&D 5e swashbuckler and sorcery podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Kevin Cady, and with me today is the crew of the Oberon. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi, everyone. So, uh, who, do you guys want to introduce yourself, so we're just going to go straight into it? <laughs> I mean, God forbid, what episode is this now? I think they know us already. Mm, fair enough. I mean, some people might start later. Because like, I've, I've checked out true. our trend. I've checked that's out... That's fair. That's fair. All right. I'll start as always. But, like, oh. I mean, I'm all for introducing ourselves. But at this point, wouldn't they realize yeah. like, pretty easily that, like, I don't there's know. a lot more that they're missing? I don't know. Because, like, I've gone back through and I've looked at, you know, our, how many people listen and everything. And it's very so widely. Like we'll get people like who listen to the like the most recent episode more than they listen to the first That's episode. Fair. So like, who, who the fuck is this Joseph guy? Why does his voice keep changing? Why does his voice keep changing? <laughs> the hell, man! Alright, um I guess I'll start. Hi guys, my name is Matt. Uh I'm playing Jason the Bear. Jason. Jason? <laughs> We've gotta change the character name now. Oh, it's my ultra alias. He's uh, getting ready to murder some teenagers at a camp. We're doing so well. I, lo- I love this. We're doing so great. Uh, Joseph, the very human fighter. I'm excited to play with these two assholes. Hey. <laughs> um, and hey guys, I am Mitchell, and I play as Captain, the Red Dragonborn Swashbuckler, and... Yeah, uh, much like what Matt said, equally as excited to play with these assholes. It's great. Uh, I'm Mary, I play Belle, the coastal dork bard, and I'm not going to be rude and call my, uh, castmates assholes. Because I love them. Aww. You're better than us. You're better than us. Wait, you said uh, the term anyway, so wouldn't that mean that you indirectly called us that? No, I said that I wasn't calling you that. If you want to, Judgment, yeah. So we have to have this discussion now. <laughs> after these introductions, let's dive on it. God, I'm in hell. So let, let's. Uh, last time we left off, you guys uh, encountered some rough weather. Ship got damaged, and you encountered a unbeknown, like an undiscovered island. You guys went to check it out, maybe look for some supplies, came across uh, someone from Thanel, a naval officer, who begged you to rescue him, and you're all like, yeah, we're, we're good, we're good guys, we'll rescue you. Uh, he led you to where he was camping so he could get his stuff. You guys encountered uh, some sort of prophecy or something written on a wall in this, uh, in this city they found yourselves in and then all of a sudden a bunch of moreau came out and started chasing you guys uh, as you were chased through the city you unfortunately lost this naval officer as he fell to his death uh but you guys made it back to the ship and with the information that you recently acquired began discussing um you know what it all means and everything all right so with that you guys were about a week out from Thanel, and now you have finally arrived to the town of Lockworth. 
Uh, so, entering into the bay of Lockworth, the home of Joseph and Finn, you all see a heavy fog obscure the area, clouding your vision and producing nightmarish visages, indistinguishable shadows that dart through and in and out. As you dock into the frog-shouted harbor town of Locksworth, an eerie quiet falls upon all of you and the Oberyn. So you walk off the dock of the ship, and well, at the first, I mean, you guys dock, of course, at first, and then you know you walk down the gangway uh, onto the deck, onto the docks, and you see dark shapes manifest through this fog that shifts, creating these false monstrosities that send shivers up your spine. Looking around, you hear the creaking and groaning of empty ships as they are rocked by the murky tides. Oh, um, I will uh, post a map to you guys so you guys can see what exactly... You guys don't see like, much, but Joseph, you would know where things are pretty much because yeah. you grew up here. Um, so let me post this map of... Lockworth to you guys. Oh, wrong map. Wrong map. Don't send that one. This one. There we go. It's gonna send us a fucking endgame map. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Yep. So I marked up uh, places of interest that um, I figured you guys might want to take a look into. Or, I mean, you guys could totally ignore those too. Up to you guys, but. Uh, I'm gonna start off with Joseph here, of course, because you know this is our hometown. How are you feeling, Joseph, seeing all this? It's gonna be feeling a little rough, but he is trying his best not to let that be shown right now, because he understands that he has a duty and has to, you know, remain focused on the task, basically. So he is trying to be very stoic, but you if you pay attention, you can see like there's a little staggering in his breath, like, what the fuck has happened to my home? Yeah, of course. Mm. I'm also seeing a detail on the, on the map out of character that's not very good. Uh, oh, is there a mistake, or...? No, I'm just saying, like, there's a, actually a couple locations I'm seeing that are... Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's not good. All of these locations should fill you with dread. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fact that the well is an option because I've played far too much Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I'm more so thinking seven days. I didn't, I didn't think of that part, but yeah, I guess you guys could be right. So Joseph, uh, where are you heading first? Joseph Kale. He is probably actually going to see if he can head towards somewhere in the center. So I think the main objective he's he's gonna go into the clock tower area, because that seems kind of where like the middle of everything is. Yeah, yeah. You would know like you a, get a cold... better idea of the surroundings and Yeah, right. you would 
about so. to be dealing with today. Yeah, you would know that the clock tower is pretty much the center of the town, mainly because uh, a lot of people need to keep track of time for their businesses, so like that's a very important uh, town landmark, pretty much. Right. I'm going to look at uh, Captain and Bell and be like, I think our best bet is to head down to the clock tower. It's middle of uh, my home, and we can get at least a better idea of what we're dealing with here, as well as maybe seeing, just have a better viewpoint of everything. Okay. I was about to say, that's, if we're going to see anything at this point or anything uh, of importance, then yeah, probably scaling the tower would be our best bet. Not so much scaling, but just have a general idea, maybe find a luck point, see what we're dealing with. Right. Let's go. Okay. Uh, Bell, uh, I mean, you don't have to follow, like, what are you doing too? No, I'm just, I'm not gonna, I'm just going. Okay, I'm just gonna follow along? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, everybody else on the crew says, unless, unless there's anybody specific you want to take with you guys, uh, everybody else will just be like, uh, we'll just, you know, do all the dock procedures and everything, like, you know, make sure, keep watch, all that stuff. So we take Oregon with us, an extra muscle won't be bad. You guys want to post? No. No. Cool. You guys want to take Oregon? You guys can take Oregon. Oh, and a little, little thing too. In case you guys haven't noticed, if you guys go on to your D&D Beyond character sheets, if you uh, go to the tab that says extras, I made uh, I made uh, NPC stat blocks for Ordal, Nephis, and Jonathan. Yay! So, you, so I don't have to run them in combat, you guys can run them in combat, and you guys know what kind of skills they have, so you can ask them, like, hey. Awesome. Yeah, so. Yeah. Thought you guys might like that. So, Ordal's coming with you. Anybody else? Or just him? No point of really bringing anyone else. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, take too many people. Yeah, I can imagine we're not going to be staying here long. Okay, just asking. So. Well, you. Unfortunately, you do got to stay in uh, port two for a little bit. Uh, at least until you get materials to repair, because you guys did have your ship damaged, if yeah. you remember. Uh, but yes, so your footsteps uh, echo along the cobblestone streets, reverberating around every corner of this dead town. Doors and windows glance menacingly at you as you pass by. If you so happen to glance inside the various homes that uh, line the streets... You see everyday objects placed where they're meant to be. Dishes with rotting food left untouched. Trades, tools of trade unceremoniously lying on the ground. Registers of various shops left cautiously, carelessly open, unattended. Every living soul, gone, vanished in smoke and silence. Not even any dead bodies or like any trace of like a scuffle, anything? Give me an investigation check. As you walk through town, let us. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, Captain was the one who asked, so. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell anything. That's not one. Yeah, oh boy. as far as like you can tell, like a lot of people just straight up like vanished out of nowhere. Like, what you find odd mainly is like, it looks like people were in the middle of doing a certain task and then just left the task unfinished. 
There's like there's a lot of that. Unfinished, like they were just. I'll make an investigation check and then I'll ask this question. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I got a fifteen. So when you say on the lines of just left attached, you mean that like everyone evacuated the town, or is it they were doing the task and then all of a sudden just they're gone? It doesn't look like it was in any rush. Like you know things aren't like in disarray or anything. It just it looks like everybody like put down their stuff and left. Mary, anything you want to do as you're walking through the streets, or are you good for now? Um, I'm good. Okay. They've already kind of... They already... Everything. Yeah, just making sure. Yep. Uh, giving everybody their opportunity. So, you make your way to the clock tower. The Lockworth clock tower, usually well-maintained and constantly running, has now ceased to function. The time on its face frozen to 3.47. Walking inside, you discover many gears and other parts of the mechanism missing. Tools and other equipment lay scattered around, tossed to the side as whoever took these parts got what they needed and left. Alright, in that case... Does anything kind of stand out between the time? Like, is that any sort of, like, symbolic? And I can see if I can figure out if there's anything symbolic about that time? You give me a history check. That's a four, so I know nothing. It's, it's a time. I mean, it's hard to tell. Like, It's weirdly a specific time, but, I mean, you imagine maybe it's just that's when, you know, they came and took out all the clock parts, maybe. Else, like that would stand out. Yeah, sure. Give me an investigation check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Nice. Um, one thing that stands out to you, uh, especially since you being the fisherwoman that you are, uh, you have a very distinct nose for sea life and everything. There is a heavy scent of like, uh, fish and like this sea slime kind of smell that doesn't like it smells very unpleasant um uh granted this is a harbor town but it smells more fishy fishier than you would imagine it would this far inland things are fishy things are very fishy here pun not pun very much intended um is there like a specific like area i can pinpoint like in the clock tower like is it in the clock tower or a lot of it is in the clock like a lot of it seems to be uh in the clock tower and pretty much surrounding the main portion of town like the center okay. of town pretty much is it possible like quote-unquote follow my nose to see like where it's the strongest or yeah yeah i would say so cool uh is that what you want to do Yes, please. Okay, so let me check with Captain. Captain, anything you're doing in this clock tower, or just nothing um, much? I think he's just kind of observing everything and just, yeah, taking it all in. Um, I know that he probably wants to try another uh, location as well. He probably want to try, like, uh, the courthouse or uh, probably, like, the ships as well. Um, 
like all the way back from the beginning, uh, he definitely would have wanted to, you know, check out uh, some of the ships to see if like maybe they had some information or like anything like that too. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Um, you guys want to split the party uh, or continue together? Captain, Captain does kind of a, a look at uh, the others as uh, I'm assuming we're all exiting uh, the uh, tower, are we? We never like really went into the tower. We're kind of like in like the main street that goes yeah, yeah. to uh, the tower. Well, I, you know, I, I imagine like I, so like I imagine you guys were like in the doorway of the clock tower, looking in. Yeah, that's how I viewed it. Yeah. Captain just kind of looks at all you guys. Maybe we should have probably uh, split up or something. I know that's uh, kind of outside our style, but at the same time, we need to figure out what exactly is going on here. And we're not going to figure it out uh, quickly enough if we're all going to be staying together. Okay, but we should at least do buddy system. I agree with that. I can uh, live with that, yeah. I can uh, take uh, Ordal with me. You guys uh, uh, can uh, go in a pair too, if that works out. Works enough for me. Bell, you alright with that? Sure, whatever. Bell wants Ordal. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no. So, alright, so we got Group A and Group B. I'm gonna start off with Group A, uh, which is Mary and Matt. So, Mary, you want to follow your nose, the source of everything, right? Yes. Alright, so you follow your nose, and it doesn't take you far. Um, as you kind of, like, you know, basically enter into the main uh, square of the center of the town. And here stands the water well. Its pulley system cracked and broken, and the roof of it torn off completely. If you look down into the well, you can see a faint shimmer in the water. Mm, I do not like. Well, there's one way we can find out what's down there. Yeah, my, I'm, uh, Joseph is seeing this too, correct? The faint shimmer? Uh, yeah, yeah, if you look down, I'm sure you do. Does it look like it's an object, like, twinkling, or does it just look like light reflecting on the water? Just making sure I got this right. Hmm. Give me an intelligence check. Um, let me see if you... Let me just see a thing real quick on your character sheet. Uh, but go ahead and roll that intelligence check. Um, Seven. Seven? Um, it's not natural that's as much as you can tell like there you don't it doesn't appear like there's something in the water that's making it shimmer but you just can't pinpoint it exactly shall i fish well you could do that or i could bring it up for us With that, I am going to pull out the harbor blade and use my control water to have it control. arise out of the well. Do you have control? I don't think you have control water. Are you talking about shape water? I have shape water, I think. Yeah, con I control water is a bit different. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, and I don't... You're the range, like, it's a well, so, like... You know, it's pretty dang deep, so you don't have the range to shape oh. water, unfortunately. But good idea. I like that, that idea. Was, that was clever. I thought, okay, yes. So, yes, Val. <laughs> I, I, great idea to try fishing. 
fishing that out. Just be careful. Yeah, just, um, I don't know, just stand behind me or something in case I... You know what? I'm going to... What's down there? Yeah, but you know what? Just in case it drags her in, I'm going to be behind her and just hold her, like, in a brace lock, like, around her, like, uh, stomach area. Yeah. Just in case it's, like, pulling, I can just yank her back. Yeah, you're you're acting as the anchor. Basically. Cool. All right, cool. All right, so, Belle, you cast your line down into the well. Yeah. Um, are you just, like, waiting for something to bite it, I take it, or...? Um, I mean, I'll wait for, like, a little, and then, like, wiggle it around if I, if nothing kind of happens. Okay. Yeah, so you wait for a bit, and, uh, you don't really, you know, the line doesn't tug. Everything is still quiet. Um, All right. It's very eerie for you. Like, I silence yeah you're 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 used to the silence being like a fisher person like you know fishing can be you, you have to be quiet and everything but this is like an like other ethereal, like, yeah it's an otherworldly ethereal silence especially since all the buildings around you look abandoned and it, it's very creepy all right i'm gonna try to see if i can grab onto whatever the hell is down there Okay, I'll get back to you on that in a second here. Moving to group B. Hey. So, Ordal and Captain, where are you guys going? Okay. Um, yeah, there's a couple of locations I want to check out. So, I guess uh, first things first, the docks. So, yeah, I just kind of want to go back over to, like, uh, you know, the docks uh, mainly, like, you know, where the Oberyn is. And I just I kind of look at Ordal and, and just say, I think our best bet is really just kind of start off from here and then work our way up uh, through it. So, hmm. I want to see if we can try and um, take a look at these uh, ships for starters. Okay. Any ship in particular that you start with or just in general? Um, I guess uh, I'm first going to start off with like the one. Actually, you know what? Uh, my attention is on the ship that's uh, dried up on the beach. Okay, yeah. You you can go over to that one first. And this ship looks like to be uh, a fishing vessel of sorts. Uh, it looks like it was made here in Thanel, um, but has washed up for some mysterious reason. For that, you're unsure of. But you get closer, and uh, give me an investigation check as you're looking through the ship right. and everything. Let's see. Damn, that was almost a nat 20. Um, a 9. 9. Uh, so, you can't tell much because, I mean, it, based off the age of the ship, like it, this has been on the shore for like a couple months now, you imagine. But from what you can tell, it, it must have uh, been abandoned sometime in those couple months. And it washed, like, you know, the, between the storms and the waves and everything, it, like, it slowly made its way and got washed up here. Right. Uh, there isn't much information uh, that you can gather about what happened here. Like, it looks like most of it was like, oh, you know, everything's going great. We caught, like, this big tuna call the other day. Uh, things are going pretty great here. Um, 
The one... Give, give me another investigation check. If you don't All mind. right. Come on. Uh, if you want, you can... Uh, since Ordal's okay. around, you can have you can do this with advantage, since I'm sure he's helping you. Okay. He's uh, giving you the 16. help action. 16? Cool. You kind of find, uh, you know, you go deeper, and you, actually, you are able to go into the captain's quarters of this ship. And you find, yeah. like, you know, his log, where he details everything. And, you know, most of it says, it's like, oh, you know, good haul today, uh, so-and-so, it's this person's birthday, general stuff like that. Uh, but the most recent entry catches your eye. And in it, um, he kind of describes how one of his crew has been suffering from night terrors and how that's kind of been affecting, you know, him, his work morale. So he's basically said, well, in, in the log it says, well, I have to take uh, t Tim here. He's in, uh, He's been having night terrors recently, so... Uh, I've given him some time leave. Hopefully he can take that time, get his head on straight, and come back to us. You know, get over these terrors. Okay. That's odd. Um, I tell Ordal this. Hey, Ordal. Take a look at this. I just uh, throw him over the book. Yeah. He's he thumbs through it. <clears throat> that, is, uh, that is strange, I suppose. I mean, maybe just bad nightmare for the guy? I mean, you and yeah, I are no I stranger to it. Yeah, but the fact that that's uh, the last entry, though, is uh, what gets me. Suppose you're right, but I, I can't make, you know... We can only guess, Captain. I'm not sure what to 100% make it for this. Well, if we, uh, well, just keep a mental note of it. I mean, if we hear about it again, like on any of these other ships, then we know that it is more than just a coincidence. It's something else. Fair enough. But... In any case, though, have a look around. Maybe uh, there's something we can use on the ship, too. Okay. I highly doubt they're going to be using this again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of want to loot around to see if, like, I there think... is something, uh, you know, like, whether it's, like, gold or potions or weapons, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, you find, like, some gold, not a whole lot, though, like, 15 gold out of, on that ship. Okay. Um. No potions whatsoever, you know, it's a fishing vessel, like, they don't see much combat, if any. So, really just, uh, gold and... Yeah. Nothing else, like, a bunch of probably rotting equipment. Yeah, there's, like, old line and everything. I mean, the stuff Bell might be interested in, but for you, it's, eh. I mean, I think that we could use a little bit of extra line, so I'll, I'll try and grab just a little bit. You know, just, uh, if we have it. Yeah, I'm um, seeing if, uh... Oh yeah, uh, so Ordal will do this. He says, uh, "I can, uh, I can send a message to the crew. They can come here, you know, salvage what they can from this ship, and then use it to repair the Oberon. Sound good?" That actually works. Sure. All right. And actually, uh, while you do that, I'll be exploring uh, the other two ships that are right near the Oberon. Oh, can... You guys uh, will be within sight of me, so it's not like uh, we really need to do the buddy system at that point. Yeah, no, no, I can do that right now. Just and he cast a message and he sends it. Sends it. <laughs> oh, I forgot you could do that. Yeah, I've you know, I trained a little bit with the magic. I uh, figured you know, pretty it's pretty useful. Hey, now the next uh, part is uh, if you can uh, pickpocket someone uh, from a mile away, that would be pretty useful. 
I don't think I'm on that level. You might want to talk to Nephis about that. I think that might be his thing. <laughs> but I don't he think he tried, can... and I'm just not really a, a spell uh, adept yet. Working on it, though. At least I think. Well, in any case, check on the other ships then. Yeah, let's go over to the ones that near the Oberyn. Maybe a, a, those ships have something. Okay, yeah. You, you go over there. Similar kind of situation, uh, not just fishing vessels, though. One, this really surprises you, too. One of the ships appeared to be a Thanel naval ship. Like, uh... Okay, so know, like full... an actual battleship, in Yeah, a way. basically an actual battleship, in a way. Okay. It's not a massive one, certainly not their best one, but... It surprises you to see it abandoned, like it is. It'd be like the equivalent of maybe like a sloop, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. That is odd. Okay, I guess I want to definitely investigate that one. Yeah, and you come across like the same thing, like miss, you know, everything is, has just been dropped. Like all the tasks that was happening on the ship, you know, they just dropped everything and left. Uh, again, you find in the captain's log uh, a report made uh, basically that describes how the town and some of his crew have been experiencing nightmares and how this might be um, might be cause for concern, but he'd have to investigate further on it. That's when I immediately just kind of slowly uh, I turn over to Ordal. Ordal, it's not a, uh, it's, it's not just a one-off thing. This uh, ship, the captain is saying uh, the same thing. Crew members having a, a nightmares, maybe being a cause for concern. This is, it's not a coincidence at this point. Oh, I'm afraid not, Captain. thing that I want to figure out is what kind of nightmares if they're linked then they uh, theoretically should be having uh, uh, nightmares with like the same thing right very similar uh, to what uh, a lot of us uh, were having possibly so, but maybe we just need to explore some more wait that is uh, uh, something what if the nightmares are similar to what we had it, I mean it might be a bit of a, a far off shot, but what if um, uh, the cold from Rosewater is also prominent around here? If that's the case, I think uh, we might be in trouble. I think they already might have gotten to them if that's the case. But let's keep looking. Yeah. I'm going to jump back to Group A as you guys continue looking. So Group A, uh, you guys tried to fish something out, didn't work. Um, I will say this, uh, like your whole fishing effort was for naught. After that whole thing, you do realize that it's not, uh, it's not like there's something in the water that's making it shimmer. It's the water itself that is shimmering. Okay. All right. So. Well, this, that makes it almost worse. <laughs> do with that information so that was, with what you will. That was boring. We should try to find Captain or explore a little bit more. I mean, we 
fancier town. I feel like we should look around a bit more than just the well. Yeah, don't remind me. Oh. We can always check the courthouse, see if we can find any information there. Alright. Legal things. Better than nothing. Alright. So, as you say this, and, you know, I imagine you say this and you turn to look towards the courthouse. Give me a perception check. Sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. So from out... Right, yeah, you both see this. By the way. Yeah. I'm proud of that one. Nice. My, my dice is being nice to me today. That's good. There you go, beautiful. So from outside the courthouse, you see one of the curtains hanging in the windows fall and sway as if someone or something was looking at you through the window and disappeared. I'm not so sure on that. I'm gonna hold like I'm gonna have my sword ready and be like, maybe. Or maybe they're the reason that these whatever happened to my home is happened. Um I would say yes, except if whatever has done this would be a lot more powerful and not be hiding behind curtains. I'm not worried about power, I'm worried about underlings. Just saying get be prepared. Enter with caution. Alright, and then we're still gonna go through. Okay. So, entering the courthouse, you are all greeted with darkness, as the halls and chambers stand empty, devoid of life. Walking around, you once more note the unfinished task left abandoned. Files dropped on the floor, memos and schedules left unwritten, weapons of the town guard discarded at their post. You said weapons? Yeah, weapons. Like, you know, standard, okay. like, long sword, scimitar kind of things. Uh, okay, I'm gonna look around and see if there's, like, anything... Well, still have my guard up. See if there's, like, anything, like, notes or something that can give me an idea of, like, what happened here. Okay. A little bit more clarity. Yeah, give me an investigation check. You uh, got it, sir. You too, Bell, if you'd like. Yes. God damn, three. I'm not doing well. Yeah, I I imagine Joseph is just overwhelmed very, with yeah, emotion. Like this, oh, this yeah. is this is very tough for him to see all of this in its current state. I got an eleven. Eleven. Uh, so, uh, yeah, with Joseph, like I said, Joseph, you are, you're just overwhelmed with emotion. Like you remember when this courthouse was, you know, working. Like you would, mm-hmm. you came here uh, on some days with your father to, you know, watch some entertaining trial or something like you came here for yeah. uh you know community shows or whatever and to see this place just so empty and decrepit, decrepit it fills you with just this enormous sense of dread mm. so that that just thoroughly distracts you um bell you aren't able to find too much of it. Like, just, it's just such a mess, pretty much, because so much has been left scattered. Uh, but okay. what you, the only thing you can really tell is, especially with the uh, guards kind of, like, dropping their weapons and leaving their post, it doesn't seem like they were... Like, it doesn't seem it was a struggle here. Like, there was no struggle here, from what you could tell. Okay. 
similar to outside. It looks like people just dropped what they were doing and left. Do you guys continue on deeper in? I say we continue. I'm gonna look. Would Joseph have realized like how much of it just seems like it's just been left? Like there was no struggle. Would he realize it at this point? You think? Um, I think he would realize this if as soon as Bell points it out to him. Okay. I'm gonna look at Bell and be like, I think we should continue further. Be cautious. Of course. I think whatever happened here, happened in my home, it told them to leave. You catch my drift. So keep your mind sharp about you. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to continue on. All right. Uh, so before long, you reach a room. You basically, like, you're... You kind of know that your way around this place too. Like it's been a while for you, so you're it's a bit of a struggle. But I mean, you're, you're a smart guy, Joseph. So you're able to determine like where approximately like the curtain that moved was, like what room that was. Okay. It isn't long before you find the uh, room, and as you approach the door to this room, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you you find it locked from the inside, and as you you know you try and get your way, like, you know, you turn the knob and try to go in, you hear from the other side a yelp and a scrambling as if something is uh, moving within that room. And I'm going to jump back over to Group B with Oradol and Captain. What are you two doing? Well, um... I guess, uh, well, we took a look at the one that, that was BHB. I'm assuming we took a look at the two boats that were on the dock. Yeah. But we haven't taken a look at the boat that's uh, floating in the water, and we haven't taken a look at the one that's on the far left of the map. Yeah, that one in the water is like, you know, you have, you'd have to, like, swim to it or take a dinghy to it, because it's just kind of left there. Yeah, I think uh, I'm just going to tell Ordal. well... <sighs> And time to get our feet wet, literally. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that it looks pretty much the same, Captain. I'm not. I think what hap whatever happened to that ship has happened to these two as well. I don't see much in exploring that one. Any reason to? Mm. Just my opinion. Yeah but, yeah, but you never know. Here, let's. Uh, that's why I'm thinking that we should just swim to it and not take the dinghy. And. Right. We'll, we'll just take a quick look and then just uh, go for it. Right. How far of a swim actually uh, does it look uh, at Kev? Well, if you go back to the shore, mile or so. A mile? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a mile swim? Uh, Maybe not a mile. It could be like distance is hard for me to gauge. I was about to say, that does not look like a mile to me. 500 feet maybe? Yeah, I was about to say, that looks... Very, very small. Um, okay, then yeah, let, let's just uh, do that. Let's go to the shore and then yeah, we swim. Okay. So uh, basically, to save time, you basically find the same stuff on that ship as well. Okay. Not much change. Uh, like all the ships that you visited, similar stories to report. Okay. Then we head back, and I just uh, tell Ordal. <sighs> yeah, I should have listened to you. Okay. Um. I don't know. 
Alright, so you head over to that one, and as you make your way, you walk alongside the dock, you take note, because uh, this catches your eye pretty much immediately, because it's very familiar to you. You see on the side of the ship, it looks, well, a couple reasons why this ship really stands out to you. First off, it's an elven ship. Uh, okay. Left kind of, uh, in a way, similar to the others. Uh, second off, on the side of the of this elven ship, kind of painted over what orig- what's its original name was, uh, you see on the side of the ship, the name written is Grimsail. Oh boy! Yep. <laughs> so, Captain uh, immediately uh, tells Ordal. Oh. Um. Ordal, the ship, and he just uh, points over to the name. I think I think what you're thinking, Captain. I think it's. Uh, I think that's Joseph's ship right there. Should we wait this, for him? No, I think we should uh, uh, take a look um, now. Okay. We don't know uh, what uh, they're up to, so we should probably uh, do this uh, and just see what we can find. Okay. But this time, we're going to take extra uh, care with what we search for. Okay, yeah. So you guys make your way onto Joseph's ship. Left to rot, the grim sail, Joseph's pilfered elven ship stands in complete disarray the mast missing along with several planks of wood and other materials. The ship, once ransacked from the elves, has now been ransacked from Joseph. Boarding the ship, you search for any sign of, you know, what happened here. Uh, But the only things you can locate are a bunch of personal belongings that you imagine were Joseph's crews and a log that the first mate kept in Joseph's absence. I got that log. I want to read it. Okay. Give me an investigation check as you read it. Okay. Again, advantage or... Ah, yeah. Ordal can help you out. Okay. Oh, that's pretty good. 17. 17, yeah. Cool. Uh, So the log describes how the crew, after waiting several weeks for Joseph in Rosewater, decided to... Decided to set off for Thanel in hopes of finding him there. After they arrived in Thanel, uh, they kind of settled down to wait, and they took up odd jobs to help pay the docking fee while they were waiting for Joseph to return. The last entry in the log talks of how some of the crew have been complaining of bad dreams and have been suffering from a lack of sleep. The first mate chalked it up to this illness that some townsfolk have some townsfolk have been complaining about who, you know, have shared similar symptoms. What does he tell, like, what the name of the disease was? Not really, like, he doesn't really name the disease, he just says, like, he basically chalks it up to, oh, like, this whole nightmare and sleeping thing must be a disease because some of the crew here are suffering from it and a lot of townsfolk are suffering from it as well. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, um, what else does the entry uh, tell? It does describe, like, you know, he does, like, you know, describe the dreams a little bit, and a lot of it um, starts off, like, from what he can tell, the dream starts off with whoever there 
most of the time like they're underwater and like they they're drowning they're gasping for air and all of a sudden this entity uh, it's different for every person but some entity comes and basically rescues this person uh from drowning and uh that and then you know that's when they wake up okay so that's uh what he's been describing everyone has been having a similar dream essentially yeah okay yeah way beyond uh coincidence but they're uh, saying uh, that the entity is saving them like is he sure about that from the sound of it or i mean it's described as like this entity is grabbing them and pulling them up uh but then oh. like as as they're being pulled up they wake up okay so like it, it's inferred like probably saving them but what's the name of the first mate uh, by the way uh joseph uh first mate would have been who would have been the first mate he definitely would have been gremlin uh probably nagat nagat mm-hmm. okay so yeah i marked that down okay. uh, that this is uh actually you know what i'm just gonna hold on to the book uh straight up i'm just going to hold on to it so that way joseph uh i can give to joseph okay so gonna jump back over to group a then group a you from behind the door you heard a yelp and a shuffling sound as if something or somebody was in there did the yelp could i tell if the yelp sounded human or more like demonic give me an insight check 19. It sounded more human to you. Like, it had a very distinct, like, human tone for you. Okay. I'm going to take a deep breath. And I'm going to be like, Hello? Is anyone in there? Uh, you hear something crashing down as if somebody is startled and accidentally knocks something over. Uh, but then, you know, sc more scrambling and then silence. Listen, I came in with a ship, on a ship with a few of my friends. I'm not here to hurt you. But I need you to open the door, okay? So that I can know who I'm talking to. And if you are human, so I know that you're safe. Give me your persuasion check. That didn't do well. Five. Yeah, no, you just kind of like hear this scream of stay, stay back stay back i'm not, I'm not gonna fall for your tricks stay back okay okay you don't want to open the door yeah well can walk up to the door and give it a shot the literal bard who was built for this yeah so what do you mean by tricks Give me persuasion check to get him to talk again because he's very frightened. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Eighteen. All right. You, I've seen what you guys. I've seen what you do to them. I know. I I know what you do to their heads. I know. 
I, I'm not, I won't let you in. You can't, you can't get inside my head. You can't, and just, this rambling continues on. Okay, that's less than helpful, but, you know, we're not gonna, you know that we're not gonna leave unless we talk to you, and you're not gonna let us in, so what do you want us to do? Stay back. I, I, you're trying to, you're just trying to get in. You're trying to take, you're trying to take me too. Like you took all the others. No, I won't fall for her. I won't. You just got here. We were sailing in on a ship. You saw us walking around. Give me another persuasion check. I almost threw my dice into like the door by mistake it like flew oh god math 29 yeah he there after a long long silence there's the it gets to a point where like you question whether or not he actually heard you and as you open your mouth to speak again you hear the moving of furniture uh from behind the door and then after a minute of that you hear the door unlock won't even open the door. You can be the one to open the door. Okay. He cautiously opens the door. And before you um, is this skin... It, well, I shouldn't say skin. Is this terrified-looking soldier. Uh, severely wounded, but well-armored. Um, he has you know, cutlass in his hand raised in case of attack, and you see, like, he is just, like, sweat and blood is just, like, he's covering him. He has several cuts and wounds on him, and it's, it, you know, he looks worse for wear, pretty much. Not a pretty sight. Um, Joseph, though, I will give you this, since, you know, you grew up here. You would recognize this guy's armor, like, and everything. Like, this guy is what you know as a... Like, he is basically your town's tidebreaker. Which, in, you know, the island of Thanel, tidebreakers are, like, this small contingency of basically marines that are specialized in underwater combat and underwater rescue. Each town typically has about one to five of them depending on the size of the town, uh, you know, in case anything happens. Um, but this is your low, basically, like, super, like, this is your super soldier, kind of, yeah. super marine. And to see him, like, quaking and acting this scared has you concerned. I'm, I'm going to approach him gently. Be like, you're a tidebreaker. Yes. Yeah. How do you know? I, I, Listen. Name is Joseph. Joseph Wolfang. I've lived in this plant. I lived Wolfgang. this for a few years. It's been a long time. Wolfgang. But I know you. I know you're kind. You. You. You had a brother. My brother and I. You. You have a brother, don't you? I did. Finn. 
I'm, I'm glad he hasn't been here to see this. Um, I'm I know your subject. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, yeah. But, uh, you look like you need some healing. Do you want smoke? I'll be fine. I just... I, I can do it easily. I mean, if you, he's trying to act tough, um, but like, if you want, like, he, he's not gonna refuse completely. I'm just, just gonna like reach out and poke him. Okay. And you, and you just yeah. you playing a dangerous game, but all right. You poke him. I'm not gonna like slap him across the face. I'm just gonna. No, but he's gonna see out. you moving towards him. He's still probably fighting. He'll be like, oh. I offered healing. He still doesn't know who you are. You could be it's, lying. Yeah, that's right. I will take my chances. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can handle it. Yeah. Well, let's argue. You know, it's fine. Let her do it. Yeah. Let, it let him do it. Let him do so it. So you do, you do, you know, move close and you you do get your hand on him. He does flinch as you do so, though. Um, but, you know, with your massive persuasion, I'm sure you can just yeah, comfort him and just be like, I think I got yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Like y'all are worrying for nothing. Like, see, like this is the thing with especially with uh, Mary's College College of Eloquence, they can't roll beneath a ten for their persuasion. Okay, okay. The worst he's gonna do is like swat at me, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> no, you, you you heal him, and he he's grateful, but he still has this panicked expression across his face. I'm going to bring back his attention to me and be like, what is your name, tiebreaker? Rowan. My name is Rowan. Rowan. It's nice to meet you, Rowan. Listen. What happened? Please, tell me, tell me what happened to our home. He gives a deep sigh. I... It happens... Slowly, at first, people were having nightmares. We we didn't know we don't know what caused it, but they they dreamt of being drowned at sea and then all of a sudden being rescued. Uh, somehow, I guess I don't know, but the, these nightmares resulted in a lack of sleep for a lot of them. Uh, they couldn't they couldn't sleep that well and. Soon, like soon, most of the town just wandered around at night. They didn't, they didn't, you know, sleep at all. And then things got worse. Worse how? There was a group of, I don't know, crazies. I guess people who, some of the older, you know, some of the older, uh, not the older, uh, some of the people who first got the sickness. They soon started to get everybody together and they started holding these assemblies i guess outside the courthouse in front of the well and they would talk about just these awful things i it didn't make any sense at the time i, I don't think it makes any sense now okay okay but the, the group, people started to come more and more in mass the church, and he points the general direction of the church, they soon faced, you know, uh, vandalism and stuff from this group. 
more of the townsfolk started to join them. And eventually it was everybody. I don't know why I was excluded. I tried to stop it. I tried to stop people, but they... They locked me in here. Well, they basically ran me in here and I locked them out. I was, I was too scared. They... Rowan, you did wonderful. You have a ship on dock. You can rest there until we find a little bit more, okay? Okay. He nods. Thank you for everything. Well, let's get him back to the ship. Mm, we need to meet up with Captain and Ordal anyway. Knowing those two, they'll find us rather quickly. <laughs> I thought I heard him say something about staying at the dock, so it really shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. Come on. So you guys make your way out uh, with Rowan in tow. And Do you need he... anything from in here? Like, does he need to take anything with him? Uh, no, he, he just wants... Like, if he really needs a weapon, he, there's, like... He, he does... Yeah, he does have a weapon, and, uh, it looks like he's just desperate to get out. Like, he does not want to be in that room any longer. <laughs> um, yeah. So you, you guys make your way, uh, back, catch up with the captain, captain and Ordal. You see them kind of... Did we find anything else on the ship? No, that was, again, similar situation to the other ships. Okay. Well, there you guys are. Let's you see if you keep getting numbers. On the water ball first. <laughs> yeah, haha. Ha. Uh, anyway, Joseph. <clears throat> and uh, he actually uh, hands him over his first mate's uh, journal. We, me and Ordal did some investigating on a lot of the boats and ships. And, well, we've been uh, getting a bit of a trend. Everyone's been talking about uh, nightmares lately. About them drowning and them being saved by somebody? Yes, including your crew. Your ship is there. As a, he points over. Yeah, and as you, yeah, as you point the ship out, Joseph, you do see the somewhat broken remnants of the grim sail its mast missing boards torn apart from it we couldn't find anything else other than some personal belongings but I did want to give you uh, the journal at least right now we are getting our new friend Rowan some aid okay. I suggest we head down to the church Ordolves, or I, I can take him back to the ship, and you guys can go to the church. Um, Thank you. I feel like we should touch base with everyone though first. I'm working with that. I, I can I can fill them in. Okay. All right. I say then, as we're heading to the church, I'm gonna look back at Ordol and be like, Ordol, promise me you're gonna protect Rowan your life. Of course. As far as I know, he's the only connection to home I have left. Of course. He'll be well, he'll, you know, you know, us and the crew of the Oberon, well, I mean, we protected you, didn't we? <laughs> he gives a smirk. He'll give a, he'll give a faint smile and be like, thank you. Yeah, so you guys, uh, Ordal takes Rowan back to the ship, 
and you guys make your way to the church, then I take it? Yeah, the only thing I, uh, Cap just asked is, so, why'd you even find that guy, anyway? Cornhouse. Also, stay away from the well. Stay away from the well. Just on general principle. Why? There's been some sort of cult worship. It's affected my home. It's infected their dreams, and then maybe turn. Me and Ordle uh, talked about that too, based off of you know the dreams. And I got to asking him, what if the dreams are uh, somehow linked, or at least, well, I guess a better way to put it is, what if the cold that from rose water is also responsible for what's going on here? Would be surprised. Neither would I. It just the fact that uh, the dreams are similar is just. And much like how our dreams were different, but also similar in a way. It just seems like too much of a coincidence. So, we take this with caution. As stated earlier to Bell, keep your mind sharp. You can't let any of these things get into our heads. Okay. So, once more, you make your way down these empty streets. The tools and the everyday um, chores of people just simply left, dropped to the ground, and abandoned. Uh, occasionally you see the lost uh, wandering pup or two, you know, a couple stray ca like cats that, who have been left behind, a couple dogs who have left behind, and they, uh, the cats just like hiss and then scatter off away from you as you approach but the dogs uh some of the dogs you see whimper and approach you as if uh, like hey you got any food we're starving oh. yes 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 we'll absolutely yes. get food <laughs> he's gonna give you give them some rations yeah you do so and they happily take it and then run off um and captain just goes nobody i want to adopt you i you can me... have a cat I mean, if you really want a Never dog, too many. if you really want a dog, give me an animal handling. Uh, hmm. Bell Captain, sure. You can worry about a new animal friend later. No. Bell, do you right want a, Bell, you want a dog too? Give me another animal handling. Well, no, but like I know that like we have more important things okay. to do right now. Okay, that's fair. Animal handling. Yes. I'm saying it more as a side note. Gotcha. As like a Oh, in, that's in the future. That will be interested in. Yeah. No, I, I already, Kev, I rolled for animal handling, like you said. Yeah. Uh, twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> yes, let's go. I'll, uh, I'll let you work out the details of this dog. I don't care. All right. Um, he ba basically, uh, Captain, uh, uh just uh, starts giving uh, one of these uh, dogs, um, you know, just a little bit of food. Just starts a uh, uh, petting him and you know petting him on his back a little bit, giving him good scratches, especially behind the ears. What kind and, of real, uh, real, what kind of dog is it? Real quick, just give me like a general uh, breed. I was uh, honestly right off the bat, I was thinking like a German Shepherd or something like that. Okay, German Shepherd. And uh, just to start uh, petting him and everything, and then eventually just give him a hug just to see how it works. Yeah, just, you... Uh, you know, uh, soft spokenly, just going, "Hey, buddy." doing you like that kind of thing yeah you give him pets and he seems generally uh it looks like this dog hasn't received affection in a while so like he is happy for the attention 
That's a good doggo. Yeah. But yeah, so you gain this dog's trust, and you guys continue your way to the church. So, the church at the edge of the town stands silent and empty, its icon, its iconography shattered and broken, creating an aura, an, yeah, an aura of despair. The doors of this pillar of the community are ripped off their hinges, and the pews and aisles inside that were once full of life now lay dead and scattered. The lectern at the cent- you know, at the front of the building is shown to be shattered into a thousand pieces, reflecting the stained glass windows that once bedazzled the room with color. Up and Joseph's gonna like start walking in to start investigating. Yeah. So I take it you guys are all pretty much doing the same thing. Yeah. Captain, you doing the same thing or are you gonna do something different? Same thing. Okay. Investigation checks from everybody. This is a very investigative heavy episode, but <laughs> that's that one. <laughs> that one. You cap <laughs> Captain, you're a bit seventeen. The, the, your new German Shepherd buddy is more distracting than helpful for you. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, that turns out. Yeah, that's Captain. <laughs> um, I got a thirteen. Okay, Bell. Uh, you kind of you see like just you know, it looks unlike most of the other town. It looks like here there was more of a scuffle. Uh, it looks like there was some sort of conflict here and uh you don't see like you don't see the presence of any like you know bodies or anything but you know you see like blood splatter uh you know drops of uh that you see like weapon scratches in the wood of the pews and everything uh so it looks like unlike most of the other town this, there was a conflict here of some sort <laughs> Blood for the blood gods. <laughs> blood for the blood god. Uh, Joseph, you make your way up to the lectern, and kind of like un- you know, scattered, like hidden underneath all the uh, broken remnants of this lectern, you find a small letter uh, that um, was meant to, like it has basically like this was a letter that uh, the head priest here was in the middle of writing before whatever happened happened he like he didn't get a chance to send it out but in this letter it reads uh it will details the increasing riots that have been forming outside the church's doorsteps for the past couple weeks the vandalisms that have that have occurred how the guards have more or less joined in this and have refused to help the church in investigating and, you know, punishing these hooligans. Uh, And uh, the letter also requests a small number of paladins uh, from the monastery far up north to be sent here to, you know, investigate and help protect the church. And that's basically what the the letter describes. I'm just gonna put the letter away. Okay. I'll obviously relay what the letter said to both Captain and Bill too, so they can have an idea of what I just read here. Okay. 
fun. There are many other places we can go. I mean, if you guys are feeling okay, we can look into the tower. Didn't you guys already looked into no. the tower though? Did we actually go inside of it though? Well, you guys like there isn't much to the tower. Like a, most of it is like you know just it's like a single story kind of thing. Like it has like you know scaffolding that goes up to work on the mechanisms, but there really isn't much to investigate with it. Understand why they didn't come sooner than what happened or why he. I get a feeling that this is going to be one of those um, one of those visits that's going to require a little bit, a little bit more from us, which not much uh, unusual there. Is there anyone else you want to go? Do you have any idea as to like where your crew might have gone in this in like in an emergency situation, anything like that that they talked about? No, but I have an idea. Last person. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Not a good time. Really? If they were looking for me, there's one place that they would probably naturally assume I would go, but. I don't know if I'm ready to face that yet. Why? Think about it. Because it's my home, Captain. Because I'm not ready to face what could have happened to my mom and dad. Would you like us to go look for you? I've gone so long, I... As well expected this. Not the home reunion I wanted, but if I'm to know what happened, it's better to get it over with of what happened to my parents. Let's go. Okay. So off to my house that we go. Yep, so you guys head over to Joseph and Finn's house. So uh, after, you know, once again going through the streets and everything, you make your way over there. And Joseph, before you stands your childhood home, smaller than you remember, but every detail almost the same. As you make your way up to the doorstep and make your way inside, you see that the house, much like other houses that you've peered into walking through town, has been abandoned. Personal belongings left behind, task left unfinished, and dust covering every surface. It's like walking into a quiet museum. There's almost a sense of preservation here, or the quiet passing of a long-ago age. You see an so, unfinished... Sorry, uh, just, I have a bit more. No, go ahead. No, you can finish, because I'll answer, answer yeah. my question, actually. Go ahead. You see an unfinished scarf left discarded by the stove... Rats and vermin scatter away uh, from the feast of leftovers as you approach. And you see kind of uh, just sitting on the uh, side table next to your father's sofa, a pipe that he used to smoke. The ashes long cold, but 
there. Uh, Joseph is going to, you know, screw the rats away and pick up the scarf. You pick up the scarf. And the scarf looks like it's, uh, you know, it looks like it's made for your brother based off, like, the color pattern. Like, it's composed of Finn's favorite colors that you remember. Oh. Yeah. And... Can I, see if it was, it was, can I tell if it was, like, recently worked on, like, at least in a couple months? Or is yeah, like... yeah. It's been, um, you can, like, it's been, like, you know, worked on within the past couple months, you can tell. Um, you also see kind of, um... Kind of like at the uh, hearth of the home, which is like pretty much like right next to your mother's seat where the scarf was found, you see a little plaque that your family must have made. And uh, on this plaque, it's written that um, it's basically a memorial for yourself. Your parents and your brother long believing you were dead at sea after that fateful trip with your uncle and your aunt. I'm, oh boy. Get ready, everybody. This is going to be sad. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one, for sure. Get ready, everybody. Get ready. Oh, boy, yeah. This is a... Hold that plaque. I'm just going to start seeing his hand shake. And, you know, he's going to take a minute to breathe, and he's going to be like, you know... I was hoping they were dead. Grim isn't that. But I secretly hoped they were dead. Because now I know that whatever happened here most likely happened to them. forsaken home I don't care how long we are on this decrepit island we are going to find whatever did this and slaughter it I am not leaving until I know the damn bastard the damn monster that did this is dead What about you, Mary? What are you doing? What is Belle doing during this? I'm gonna let them finish talking, and then I'm just gonna walk to Joseph, and I'm just gonna hug him. Okay. Nice little moment. And I don't care if he tries to pull away. No, he's not this time. No, he is not. And then I'm also going to gesture to Captain, and be like, come here. 
He's uh, gonna be hesitant at first, and I'm just imagining like you just grab him and just. I'm glaring. No, I'm not even grabbing you. I'm just glaring at you. Get over here. All right, he just, I will threaten uh, you with love. <laughs> Put that in the quote book. I will threaten you with love. <laughs> you just see Captain just fall. <laughs> he just falls into it. Enough tears. Let's find out what did this. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna investigate the house and see if there's anything of use that we can find in here too. Um. Okay. You. I don't. I don't think it's probably just gonna be more symbolic stuff to me, but maybe my dad or. God forbid anyone had something in here. Yeah. What out of like we haven't really talked too much about this, but what did your dad do? He like, wasn't what do you... that really special. Um, I would say that on the lines of him, he was probably the same thing as my uncle. Probably someone that worked into fishing, uh, did a lot of sea travel before. I don't really see him as like a seawall member or anything like bigger fighting, but you know, something someone that would probably like defend his house if you get to my drift. Yeah, I oh here's the mind. I have a good idea here. Go for it. So, kind of uh, like above, like this. You've this has always been in your home. Like you have like some of the earliest memories have been of your father telling you a story of how he because uh, your father used to be a whaler. Yeah, that works. Perfect. So. He used to tell these stories about catching this whale, and he had this w one memento from this one fantastic catch. Like, that was basically his Moby Dick. And, you know, you've heard that story many times, and he's very proud of it. So proud that he hung the harpoon he used to kill it on the mantle of the fireplace as well. And you see that still hanging there. I'll take it. Alright. Uh, for, so for mechanic purposes, this is basically a spear with, you know, a rope tied to it, so you can... Oh, fuck, oh, of course it's a spear. You know who else had a spear? Or was trying to make a spear? I didn't know, I thought, I didn't know he was going to make a spear. I knew it was going to be a weapon, I just didn't know it was going to be a spear. I, knew it was, I, think cause, I think at the end of the day it turned out to be a spear, because that was the thing that made most sense, because like an oar. Yeah, yeah, like, I what, see it. What the fuck are you going to turn that into, you know what I mean? I mean a giant club, like just a giant whack -em stick. <laughs> you could do a giant club too, but he was a monk, so a spear made the most sense. Okay, yeah. Alright, so let me just go into equipment. Yeah, just throw in a spear there. Uh, but yeah, so that's what you see there. Um, anybody else want to do anything in the house, or...? Uh, this is kind of his house. I feel like Captain uh, would just be too respectful in this moment to really do much other than just observe. Same for you, Belle? Yeah, I was gonna say the same. Okay. Yeah, like, like I mean, <laughs> yes, oh, normally... <laughs> If it was any other house, then yeah, maybe he'd probably, you know, uh, loot it just to be like, okay, maybe we can find, like, something. But here, fuck no. Yeah, he's not touching he, anything. He's not touching it. That's fair. Okay. Since, uh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'll go look at, like, see if I can find Finros. If it helps, if it helps, Joseph are giving you permission, because he sees it as, like, 
If you find something that's going to be useful, take it. Oh, I'm not going to take anything. I just want to go see his room. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, you make your way up. Because we're not sad enough in this house. Yeah. You make your yeah, you make your way upstairs uh, to where you know, most of the bedrooms are, and you find you know Joseph and Finn's parents' room. You find uh, you know bathroom, uh, but you stand outside of the last door, hesitant to go in for a second because you kind of know what's behind. Like you have an idea of whose room this is, and memories kind of flood you. Uh, and you take a second to just pause and reflect, and you open the door into Finn's room, and uh, I'm gonna have, if you don't mind, Matt, uh, do you mind describing Finn's room, or do you, like, I don't want to put you on spot too much. No, it's okay. Finn's room would be a very standard medieval boys room. I know that's very hard to describe on that, and how I see it uh, let me check something just real quick here. I'm seeing if I have, like, the right idea here. Okay, so, very much like, I don't know if anyone here has played Kingdom Hearts before, but the idea kind of is like a very medieval version of Sora's bedroom. So your standard bed, maybe a hammock somewhere on the side, a lot of, like, you know... Little trinkets, knickknacks that could be considered as toys because he hasn't been there since he was a very little kid. Um, stuff like, you know, like wooden figurines that could like, resemble pirates or the seawall, little pirate ships, little decorations of fish up above. Yeah, I imagine, I, I, not to interrupt you, Joe, uh, Matt, yeah. again, but I imagine uh, Finn also has like a banner from the seawall as well, perhaps. Yeah, 100%. So, something like that. That's all I got. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what you see as you enter Finn's room, Bell. Mm. Part of me wants to take the poster with me just to, like, put it somewhere on the ship. Yeah, you can totally do that. Is Joseph, with, is Joseph with? Is Joseph with her? I I can say it. I'll say that like you know, Belle took long enough time pausing and looking around that Joseph you know eventually made his way upstairs, and you okay. see Belle He's kind of waiting. just standing in the doorway looking at everything. All right. Did I notice that she kind of looked at the poster? Like, did she like kind of gaze the poster a while? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go up behind her, put my hand on her shoulder, and be like, go ahead. You would have liked it. Okay. <laughs> Very emotional episode, guys. I'm so sorry. Very emotional. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you take the banner of the seawall. And uh, you could put that in your inventory if you want, or just, you know, say you have it on the ship, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just going to hang it up somewhere. Yeah. 
There you go. Beautiful. But yeah, so you take that. Um, <laughs> Captain, you you're basically like you basically said that you were just not doing much of anything. Yeah, kind of just uh, observing. Okay. You know everything, I guess. Um, he's not really. Not really wanting to touch anything in this case. That's fair, that's fair. While you're taking this time to kind of, like, observe and, you know, watch everything, can you give me just an intelligence roll? Because I, I imagine you're also trying to take this time and, like, piece things together. Yeah, more than likely. Alright, come on. Yeah, that's not much. Um, an eight. An eight. Some there's a familiar tingle tickling in the back of your minds, like almost like a sense of deja vu. Once you like, as you are starting to put pieces together, like you feel like you've kind of heard of this before somehow. You're not sure where though. Right. Uh, I mean, is it like a familiar feeling as to like, hey, I've. Uh been here before like you it's know, more of like i've heard like this is very like i've heard stories of this kind of thing oh okay and uh you guys i take it will eventually meet all back up together downstairs Uh, like you kind of figured, there isn't like you know much stuff of use in the house. A lot of it is you know just personal belongings and whatnot. Some you do note how some personal belongings aren't present. You imagine that like you know like there's like a uh, a locket of your mother's that probably you know she was wearing at the time and you know took with her. So like some things are missing, but most of everything is just there. Places that we can go. The only place that's left is, well, farm. Hopkins farm, to be exact. Okay. What do you know about the farm? Not much. I know my father used to travel there a lot. I, I would say, I was, the, the, well, especially based off of, as you can see from the map, the farm is fairly close to you guys. Like, you're almost practically yeah, I, neighbors. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I said my father used to go there for rations, but I was yeah. sick. I didn't with him. So yeah, I don't I, know. I, no, I think you would have. I think, like, you're... You would have? Yeah, I feel like... I feel like... Because remember, like, by the time, like, I was, like, you know, considered dead, I was, yeah. like, God, like, eight? Yeah, but I feel, also feel like, you know, like, they live close enough, like, they were probably family friends of yours, and that they would stop by once in a while, or, like, that's just my... Like, if, if that's not how you imagine it, that's fine. I, I mean, how I imagine it is, like, yeah, I mean, okay, here's how I see it, so that we get best of both worlds. Yeah. I've probably been there, like, a few times before, like, maybe gone there maybe, like, three times before, like, my whole yeah, party I, out event. Yeah, I would say that but, you right. at least know the names of the people who live there. I know there. the name of, like, the, yeah, I know the yeah. name Hopkins Farms, I know that we used to get supplies there, but. Yeah, you would know that the I, people who own the farm are Anthony and Judy. And that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. So, yeah. again, not much except for that little, those little informations that our lovely Doja Master has described. Oh, see, sorry, Anthony and Janet, my mistake, but... Anthony and Janet. Yeah. Very nice. But yeah, so you guys want to make your way over to the farm, then? The only other place we got. 
All right. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say the graveyard would be my next bet. Great. Graveyard. I mean, you guys, you guys kind of okay. like viewed the graveyard when you were at the church. It's a graveyard. Not much you oh. can tell. As Matt talking, as Matt talking, I mean, you're saying something fucking insane is going to happen either at the farm or the graveyard. So, or alternatively, we jump into the well and see no. what happens. See no. what happens. No, no. Sure, Captain, you know what? Sure. <laughs> no. Again, Matt talking. Again, yeah, I'm Matt talking, talking out of character. Yeah. Out of character. <laughs> Yeah, out of character, you just dive on into the well and let's see. <laughs> yeah, All right. that's worked well in the past. Get it? It has. <laughs> but a bunch. God damn it, Mary. Anyway, Anyways. As you... I need humor to make up for my no, sadness. No, to totally fair. This is a very sad, very <laughs> heavy episode for sure. Alright, guys. Well, the two of you combined made me cry. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he gets, gets ratings. Uh, yeah. So as you approach this abandoned farm, you are greeted with overgrown weeds and tangled crops. The smell of manure and feed hang heavy in the air. A lone herding dog on the property wags their tail, eager to see a human face. Okay. Do I know this dog? Would you say? Uh, I mean, no, I don't. I think you. I think I have some knowledge of the dog. I think you would have been gone long enough. Like this probably would have been like a descendant of the dog that you know of. Fair enough. Because you've been gone long enough to where like probably the their old dog passed away, and like this is probably like their pup. Yeah. New pup. Yeah. I'm gonna go up. My dog with me. I've yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. We forgot about that dog. He's just been patiently following behind you. Alright. So I'm gonna go up to the fucking farmer's dog. And I'm gonna just be go down and pat my face and be like, I wonder what you have seen. Too bad you can't really tell us, huh? Maybe oh. you can show us something? Well, Wait a minute. I was yeah, I had the same idea, Mary. I was like, I think one of you does. Well, Okay. Oh. Uh, to be fair, Jessica does not know about this yet. So. Yeah. I know. But yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you do kind of, but like. Does Joseph know that you can talk to animals now? I thought this was something like you just like. Okay, I, I talked to the turtle. That's right. We did talk to the turtle. Never mind. Well, the thing with the dragon turtle is that it was kind of speaking in draconic. Uh, yeah, but like I was talking back to it. You all yeah. know that I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like Okay, but in that sense, Joseph will probably be like, oh, she just knows Draconic. Like, I don't think you make the correlation of, oh, she knows how to talk to fucking animals. You know what? That's that's fair. Yeah, but, I mean, at this point, Belle can bring it up, too. I'm just gonna be like, you know, guess who has special powers? Joseph's gonna look at her and be like, you're lying. No way. <laughs> Yes, I can talk to dog. Alright, dog whisper, show me what you got. Alright. Well, like, you gotta talk, you gotta ask the dog questions, and presumably, if the dog understands, I can translate. Okay. Yeah. So, I so, have to have questions for 
Well, I presume you want to ask the dog questions. I mean, I can ask the dog questions, but I thought you would have specific questions in mind. Hey, how many you're saying you're a dog? Okay, whatever, whatever. At this point, Captain is already like a war past him and just says, says all right, got, don't worry, guys, I got this. Earth, <clears throat> pork, pork, shark. <laughs> God damn it. It didn't do anything. Does the dog answer? It just stares. <laughs> it's happy to see faces. Do we have any spare little bits of food that I can still give it? I, I know I got, because I didn't feed the dog, so I know I got some rations I can give it. Yeah, so you, you know, you feed the dog, uh, you, I take it you cast Speak With Animals? Yeah. Make sure you mark that All down. Right, Alright, what? Tell me, do you know everybody where everybody went? Uh, real, real quick question here too, Mary. When you cast Speak With Animals, is it that you now speak dog, or does the uh, dog now speak? Just to fuck with Joseph even more, the dog will speak. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Alright, so you cast Speak With Animals. Well, this is the thing. With Speak With Animals, like, it's still, uh... Oh, God. Is it? I don't know. What? Whatever. I don't care. Wait. So, you cast Speak With Animals. Have... Wait, no, no, no. I don't have that. Oh, you don't it's have Speak With Animals? because I can understand animals in general. Uh, it wasn't a spell thing. I thought you had to Speak With Animals at one point. You don't, no, uh... If I did, I might have switched it around, but you, I can still understand the animal. Yeah, that's your College of Eloquence thing, where you like you can understand body language. So that won't really, unfortunately, that won't really help you in this situation because it's like all you can get is body language from a dog. Okay. Uh, off of that. So, well, I'm gonna keep it going. Fuck you. I'm gonna keep it going. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, you can tell a lot right. from body right. language. You know where everybody is, and then I'm going to look at Bell and be like. Well, does he know where everybody is? You, so like, you know, dog, um, hears that, and he just kind of, you, you see him whimper a little bit and kind of like tuck his tail in between his legs, and just, he looks upset, uh, not necessarily, like, he looks more upset at himself, as if he didn't do anything. Like, he, as if he didn't do something that he knew he could have done, if that makes sense. He's guilty. He feels guilty about something. Okay. Did something bad happen? Well, that's a dumb fucking question. <laughs> Look around. Did something bad happen? Okay, I'm trying to think what the fuck I can ask a dog. Fuck, dude. Um... I mean, you can ask it, you know, can you lead us, like, you know, lead us? Yeah, that's actually where I was going to go with it. I just wanted to know if, like, because that's kind of where I was going with the first question. Because that's how I was asking, do you know where everybody went? I was kind of hoping you'd be like, this way. Good, so you ask and that? And then you're like, whimpered, and then I was like, fuck it, I got nothing. <laughs> okay, right. so can you show us there? Can you show us where everyone's gone? Alright, so the dog, um kind of turns, and still with that guilty kind of stance on him, leads you all inside the farmhouse. Okay. So, Good job, buddy. as you enter the small farmhouse, the wooden steps creak like a weary set of old bones. 
Unlike most of the other buildings in town, the Hopkins residence seems to have encountered trouble, as broken furniture and torn cushions indicate a struggle. You see that there are uh, weapon slices, like weapon marks across the, scratched across the wall. There's drops of blood uh, on the floor and on some of the furniture. Nice place to have here. Like, this dog has seen some shit. Oh, yeah. But, the, like, the dog continues. Like, the dog kind of walks past all this, and you see him stop at a uh, door in the back of the house and start scratching it. Oh, shit. Alright, everyone. I'm gonna go up to the dog and just be like, good lad. Get out of here, we'll take care of the rest. Okay. The dog... And I'm gonna give him a, I'm gonna give him a little bit of my food to just be like, you know, good job, buddy! Dog takes it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mary. I sorry. Take this dog. You, you, I mean, you you want to take the dog? You can take the dog. I might want this dog. Do you want to give me an animal what? handling check? Yes. What? Okay. Let's get through the fucking nightmare door first. I feel and... bad for this dog. Are you sure you're going to bring him into the fucking nightmare zone? No, I just want to like keep him close. I just want no, no. him to like, not run off. Yeah, just real quick. Just give me an animal handling oh check. Oh my god, nice. Where'd you go? You guys are gonna. Ha you guys are basically gonna have oh Noah's God. Ark. That's what the oh, Oberon is gonna turn into. The, the Oberon's Ark. The Oberon is gonna turn That's into Noah's Ark. Fort. Okay. Yeah, the dog. The dog is like. You, you've basically gained this dog's trust. It, it'll wait outside for you. Okay. okay. Out of character. Out of character. Guys, you know I can make a fucking dog appear out of midair, and guess what? It doesn't fucking die. But it's not everyone's. It's not our specific pet. Yeah. Give me the Oberon's pet. <laughs> it's a dog that I can make. Just wow, there's a dog. And well, it doesn't. I'll have this. It's oh the, it's different though. It's. We want a physical dog with us at all times. Yeah, you're right, it is different, because when the dog eventually fucking kicks the bucket, mine just comes back to life. Thanks, I'm gonna cry again. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's the truth! Hey, going, continuing on, just, you know... I just want to make a friend. Yeah. Okay, fine, you can have a dog friend. You can have a dog friend. Okay, so I'm, continuing. I'm sorry, I'm more bodies. Yes. So, in the base, so, like, you open this door, and you reveal the basement. And as soon as you open the door, the stench of death hits you before you can even see the cause of it. At the bottom of the basement steps, you find the bodies of Anthony and Jeanette Hopkins, lying bent and broken, like puppets with their strings snapped. So this has been I'm like the this is the first sign of dead bodies that you've encountered in this town. So can I this is the case your parents might be alive? Yeah, or worse. I'm gonna go investigate the body, see if they put up like a struggle or anything, or if this is something that was like 
kind of done in a supernatural way. Yeah, no, it looks like there was definitely a struggle. Like, you see defensive wounds on both uh, Jeanette and uh, Anthony Hopkins. Um, it looks like the killing blow was them being shoved down the stairs. You know, just blunt force trauma as they fell down the stairs. Um, but yeah, no, this was definitely, like, not, you know, magically induced or anything. Um, so it's nothing where they got possessed and it fucking did it to them. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So fuck it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna investigate the bodies. See if there's anything on them. Okay. Uh, not much. I mean, they're, they're farmer folk. They don't have much on them. Yeah, like or, or like a note or something that could give like a better idea of why these ones. Not... Well, I may find it in the house. I may find it in the house. Yeah. As I was going to say, I'm trying to, basically I'm trying to figure out, like, what, what made them different. Yes, I gotcha. So, um, I take it everybody's kind of doing the same thing here, too? Unless, it, yeah. uh, Mary and Mitch, you doing something different? No. I mean, there's not much else to do, really. That's fair, that's fair. I will say fair. that Belle muttered under her breath, like, after Joseph was like, or worse, I'm like, Belle was like, Obviously not so he could hear because, like, I don't want to be an asshole, but, like, I don't think it can get much worse than this, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Alright, so... Honestly, Cap is just worried that... It is just fearing that the worst has already happened. Yeah. <laughs> you and Joseph, baby. You and Joseph. So can I get, uh, an, you know, investigation checks all around again? <laughs> I'm asking for so hey, many hey, investigation hey. checks. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, hey, that's fine. That's how the game goes. Let's go. Nat 20. There you go. Joseph, or the captain, finally notices something. Bell, baby. I got 19. Nice. What'd you get, Joseph? Six. Six. Yeah, your your main like you kind of like it's been a while since you've seen these people, but to see them dead like this still kind of has you yeah. emo a little bit emotional oh, wow. too. Like you, you, I, I'm at. It, I, I don't want to take you know. I kind of almost imagine Joseph like taking the time to like lay their bodies out in a more respective manner. Maybe uh, yeah, that's well, just me. Even if you didn't really know you, like these are people that live here yeah so at least at the very least i've interacted with maybe like a handful of times four times yeah they still deserve a proper burial yeah yeah so yeah you're you're busy doing that mainly um joseph or uh sorry i don't know i'm sorry captain captain and bell yeah you kind of you know, being you're making your way upstairs, you see beds and clothes scattered across the floor, trails of blood leading from the bedroom down to the basement. More signs of a struggle, but it isn't until you go out the back door and you are outside once more when you see, uh, you know, same sight, but you see a couple horses and cattle grazing idly with no regard for, you know, their missing caretakers. And you also spot a well, or sorry, not uh, not a well. Sorry, not a well. My bad. Uh, I couldn't think of the right proper term. A, a pumping, uh, a pump. Water pump. Water pump. Thank you. Water. Yeah, okay. different thing. You scared me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You see a water pump. Oh well, well, we 
well. Yeah, sorry. Water pump is what it is. I just forgot the name of it for a second. But you see a water pump that has been broken, basically kind of like utterly destroyed. Like almost like like the piping is bent, the handle has been like tossed aside and like it's it looks like something purposefully destroyed this water pump. I'm just going to turn to Captain and be like, I'm going to go out and look at that a little closer. Alright. Mm. Is there anything uh, else that I also noticed with, like, Nat 20 or anything like that? Or? That's, like, that's the main, uh, like, that's kind of like, uh, how do I say, um... Yeah, the main thing. That's the strangest thing, I think, for you. Uh, the thing that stands okay. out the most. Because, like, you know, inside it's just, you know, more... Inside is like just more scene, more evidence of a struggle. Out here, more evidence of abandonment. Um, you see that I will, I will say this. I will give you this with your natural twenty. Among the cattle that you see, you know, among all the different animals that you see grazing, you see one giant goat that just stares at you and goes, "Blah." Thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> right, and when well, I, like when uh, I say giant goat, I mean giant goat. Like you can. Like, this could be a mount. That's how big of the goat is. Oh, alright then. Hmm. Alright, well, uh... Yeah, so... I guess I just uh, let Belle, uh, you know, do her thing. Yeah. So, I think around this time, too, um, Joseph, you kind of come outside as well, uh, carrying one of the... carrying one of the bodies with you to, for proper burial, I imagine. You see Belle kind of looking over this well, or the water pump, god damn it. You're good. And you know, uh, at the very least, you would know that unlike most of the residents of the town, uh, the Hopkins farm doesn't rely on the well for their water source. They have like their own private kind of underground reserve, separate from everybody else. And like, you know, the... That's what they mainly rely on to help irrigate their crops and everything and, you know, their drinking water and all that. Uh, is that gonna... Could Joseph have, like, that epiphany moment? That yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm giving that to you. Okay. So then he's gonna go and be like, it's the water. The water is what made them different. Okay. Alright, so... Gotta find if the water is something that is making them do this, giving these people these nightmares, or, or God forbid, changing them in some way. Where where would be the water supply? Where would be the massive source other than the well? Like, would I know where the well kind of connects to? I mean, give me a history I mean, check. The fucking well. Yeah, give me a history check. Okay. See if I remember my home. Ten. Ten, you know that the, you kind of know that uh, the well is uh, kind of stationed over an underground river that you know just exists un underneath the island itself. Like there's a bunch of underground rivers that network across the island. You don't know where these rivers start though. Okay, I need. Uh... Map or somebody that 
Rowan. That was his name, right? Yeah, Rowan. We need to go back. We need to talk to Rowan right now. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> do, you, do you explain this epiphany to everybody too, or are you just like... Yeah, yeah. Well, they're running back. He's gonna be like, I figured it out. It's the water. Yeah, I... Hey, but, but if we could find the source of the water that has been changing people, maybe... Maybe we can stop it, or, or at the very least, get rid of it. Okay, breathe. Um, can I just say before we like? Nope. Oh my god. Oh, words. Words are hard, <laughs> especially when you're a bard. <laughs> before. Joseph drives us all away and we leave. Can I check, like, to see if, like, that weird smell is here or not? The fish smell? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you smell you smell the air? You don't really have that fish smell at all too much? Uh, or okay. Or even... Well, you don't... I will say that you don't smell that fish smell, but you do smell a small hint... Like, especially on, like, the furniture that's been broken and everything, a small hint of, like, that weird sea slime that you smelled earlier in the clock tower that was mingled in with the fish smell. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Bo's gonna come to a similar conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so. Alright. I take it you guys make your way back to the Oberon, then? Mm-hmm. Yes. Y- yeah. Alright. Fast traveling right. back to the Oberon. Oh dear God, we running. <laughs> yeah, you I guys. Uh, you guys see the Oberon, and you see like most of the crew has left the ship to uh, go on Oradol's suggestion and basically, you know, salvage the wreckage, the land wreckage for parts and everything. Uh, so that's what most of the crew is doing. But on the sh- basically, the only people left on the ship is Opal, Oradol, and Rowan. You know, as you approach, Opal kind of looks at you all and says, uh, she looks more toward Joseph, says, I'm sorry that couldn't get in here in time to... What happened? Uh, I, I assume this is more toward Rowan? Oh, no. Oh. I thought you... I heard... Opal go like I'm sorry I and I thought you were gonna say Rowan fucking died. Oh no no Rowan's still alive. Bell uh, okay. Opal is just saying into how like they're sorry that they couldn't get to Thanel in time for you to like you know for for before all this happened. Okay, I'm gonna ignore that for right now and I'll go back. Rowan, listen to me. This is very important. When the the, the nightmares were happening. And, and you were locked in that area. What did you drink? Where did you get your water from? I, I think, well, I, they, I kind of, you know, had, I had water stored up for, you know, I, I was using the water stores that, uh, you know, us, that, that the guard has, you know, in case, you know, something happened to the well, we could divvy it up for emergency situations. Okay, single. Okay. Opal, listen to me. No one. And I repeat, no one drinks water from here. Do you understand? We either use the rations that Rowan has or anywhere else, but no one is allowed to drink any water on, on, on this on, on my home, okay? You could, I, at a point of order, you could, uh, the, the, 
the water you also know like the like I said earlier, the Hopkins farm water is se completely I, I separate. Know, I, I know the Hopkins yeah. water it's fine, but I also don't want to risk that. That's fair. Because that's fair. they also got attacked, so they could very well have just polluted it. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Alright, so we'll be like, okay. Um, if we really needed to, we could even distill seawater or something. True, true. Alright, uh, what, what's the problem with the water, Joseph? Is, is, that what, is that the cause of everything here? That's our best bet right now. He's fine. He didn't drink the water. We just came back from... Uh, fucking Jesus Christ, I forgot. We just came back from a, a farm that me and my family used to go to. And their, their water, I remember that their water, they got it from somewhere different. And, and we found them. We found them, unfortunately, dead, but they, they had struggled. They, 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 they were killed by they were the, town, the yeah. water. Like, and he is being this frantic, because he yeah. has figured it out, and he's like, he's also... Out of character, he also is kind of hoping for a chance that his parents got the water supply from Hopkins. So there's a chance. There's a chance. So oh, that's a little manic at the moment. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. And then he's going to go right back to Rowan. Rowan, I need you to listen one more time. One more time. Okay. You have lived on this island. You have lived on Lockworth a lot longer than I have. The water in the well. Where does it connect to? Drew, good question. God dang, he's... Yeah. I he's, not, no, yeah. Like, he's not screaming. He's frantic, but he's still, like, talking. A little loud to talk. He's not screaming okay. at him. So, unfortunately, I rolled a five. So, he... he I, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I know they call him... You know, I know it's from, like, an underground river. I don't know where the river leads. I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I could... And he okay, stops. Okay. You... I, sorry. Go ahead. I was, was gonna say, okay. At, at, he Go stops ahead. talking for a second. He, you see him think for a moment. Okay. Let me finish. And he gives a big sigh. There may be a way to find out, though, he says. That's actually what I was just about to ask. Yeah. You remember those stories? Joseph, was it? You gotta be a little bit more specific than that, buddy. Yeah, the, the uh, story. Yeah, no, of course. The story. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the stories about the the sea hags. A little. It's been a long time since I heard from. It's been a long time since I've heard stories about them. But you, I think you would like remember a little bit because I, I said, it's one of those did, things. He yeah. Little things about yeah. it. He doesn't remember the whole. Yeah. Story. Yeah, no, but basically, like from what you remember, uh, there. I mean, me like it's up to you whether or not. But like maybe at the time you thought it was more of a fairy tale, but. Um, like, I would say that he remembers that there have been stories about sea hags, and there have been like some connection with water. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. You there have been like rumors of a sea hag coven that was not, you know, that was located not so far from, the town itself. And, yeah, as, you know, that's basically what you remember, but uh, Rowan here will say those uh, stories, they're, they're true. Kind of why me, kind of why I'm posted here in particular is to keep an eye on that Sea Hag Coven, make sure they don't cause a lot of trouble, you know. Um, 
who knows, maybe they're the ones behind all this. I don't know, but if anybody would know what's going on, they might. It's a start. Start wrong. Thank you. Thank you. We're going there. Okay. We have to find answers. Okay. Then he take a minute to breathe. He's not talking to Rome. He's not talking to Rome when he's. We have to go. He's talking to Bellin, Captain. I'm sorry, I should have. Yeah. Okay. I would like to take a minute to breathe first. Yeah, of course. Like talking to Joseph, obviously. I'm like, dude, we just sprinted around this entire town in a single day, and you're like, we need to go somewhere else now. I'm like, can I just, I just want to rest, man. Yeah, God, like we haven't even gotten to the part where you're drunk yet. Oh Jesus Christ! Captain, stop! No. I swear to God, something you know over the pants. You know what? He is going to slowly stand up, and he's gonna walk over to Captain. Oh, oh no! He's oh, going no. to. You asked for this. Flask. He's going to pull out his flask and chuck it into the ocean, and he's gonna look at him and be like. Not a single amount of liquor is going to touch my lips until we are done here. Understand? Out of character. This is the part where we kiss, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to roll for intimidation on that one. You know, so I said I was in hell before we started this? You were. I was wrong. You <laughs> Alright, hang on, re-roll. Cause I wanna see if I can actually fucking intimidate him. Oh, that's a 19. Alright, do I roll against that, or...? I, I, I would say so, yeah. That's it. Uh, well, what, what kind of check would that be, like, intimidation back? I guess charisma, cause, like, charisma's, like, kinda your force of will. Alright. Uh, let's see. Oh my god, my cat's going insane. What else is new? Um, unnatural 20. Damn! Just by one, I'm not even kidding. I, would... I will say at the very least, you know I'm fucking serious. Yeah, I would say yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, you haven't really a, a scared captain, but you definitely have been like, okay, stand, record straight, at least. Yeah. Now you turn him off his rhythm. I threw him off his groove. Yeah, oh, no. well, Captain basically just uh, looks at dead, uh, you know, at you dead in the eyes, and just says, "No argument here." I hope that wasn't special to you. It's a fucking flask, literally, like out of character, literally something he picked up along the way. Yeah. Not important. I'm just saying, there. No, no, the flask is not important. That that's like been important to us. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. No, the flask. Important in the sense it was something that got him through fucking the whole like you know I just my an uncle fucking died my my brother is like, fucking I dead. I can go yeah. get it. I can go get. It. <laughs> we get the symbolism, get Joseph. Do you want me to go get that? No, because out of character too. This is gonna that was actually gonna be the last moment that Joseph ever drank because he's like I'm treating everything that this is serious now and I can't be. I have to, like, be at my A-game. Yeah. So... This is also kind of a Joseph's a way of facing his own fears, too. Like I said, go. Joseph is, uh, drinks because he's scared. 
Exactly. So that's why he's like, here we go. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. But yeah, so you guys have this discussion, and Opal says, well, perhaps you guys should take a rest before, you know, get, get prepared before you head out. And Rowan will nod in agreement and say, he'll basically say, uh, the, I know where the covenant, I can direct you there. Uh, d don't, I can't take you there myself. I. He's going to put his hand on his I was going to say, he's going to put his hand on his shoulder and be like, let us rest and do what you can. Yes, but I can point you the way and he'll basically, I'll, on the map, he'll like, I'll, I'll post the map here later, but on the map he'll say, this is where it is. Um, and as he says this too, he says, uh, I can't do much more, but I can give you this. And you see him take off uh, the cloak that he's wearing, and he hands it to basically one of you guys, whoever wants to take it. Up to you guys. I can gladly take it. If you none of us wants it. Because remember, I got Finn Scarf. So I'm fine who someone else has it. I feel like this is like, I feel like it's like a, I don't know, symbolic the right word for you to be the one to take it. Okay, that's fair. I mean, oh, so yeah. it's, it's really... Joseph will take yeah. it. Joseph yeah. will take it and wear it. Okay, you take it. Uh, you want to real quick just give me an Arcana check as you take it? Or, it's straight fucking W's today. Or a history check. Yeah, I'll do Arcana. I got more than that. 14. Alright, so you... This kind of ties into history a bit, too. You kind of know from about your whole experience with the Tidebreakers. Like, they're, they're you know, they're basically our version. They're this world's version of the Marines. Mm -hmm. um, so, obviously, they need to work underwater. So, you would know that this is a Cloak of the Manta Ray. So, uh, I think you I think you need to be attuned to this cloak, but what it does is it gives you a swimming speed, and it allows you to breathe underwater. Oh, fuck yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, but I will say this, I will say this, Joseph. Your attunement slots are full. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. You'd have to, like, de-attune to one thing, or just give the cloak to somebody else. Let's see. Let me find my attunements. Where are they? Spells or are... they're in their they're in your equipment. You have the bracers of defense, the barrier tattoo, and your harbor blade. Oh fuck! Your tattoo will, will be very hard to deattune to. I imagine. What is? Let me see what the bracers of defense defense did again. While wearing these braces, you gain two plus honors on attack. To yeah, to my AC. If you're wearing no armor and using no shield. Well, I'm not really wearing armor. Yeah, but uh, right now your AC is at no, a I'm 17. Sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I meant to say, like, I kind of am, like, not, like, running around naked here, so. You know, you, count. you you have clo your, your clothes, but you don't have armor, yeah. armor. But right now your AC is at a 17. It would drop your AC by two. Yeah, not worth. Yeah. I might, I might just have to give it to Captain or something. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'll just, I'll fucking wear it. I'll wear it and just have no to To me, it's just a cloak. It is literally just a cloak. Can I do that? I mean, you could, but it, it seems pretty useless in my opinion. That's fair. 
just, I'm just thinking to like afterwards because it's yeah, supposed no. to be like a gesture of goodwill. Then I'll give it to like either captain or something. Yeah, no, he like he was just handing it out to the group of you to like be be like, oh, hey, like you guys yeah, are. Captain, take this. Yeah. Fucking take this. I feel like you would have a better use of this than I would, Captain. I. Are can you sure? Can you breathe underwater? As a, okay, oh. this is not talking. Can Captain can Captain breathe underwater? No, not currently. He can't. None of you guys can breathe underwater. The closest you got is Belle, who can hold her breath for a longer time than you guys. Then I say, I say, Captain, I can see him personally getting more use out of it than I can because Joseph is a fucking swimmer. He's a captain. He knows how to swim and stuff. I'm not saying Captain doesn't know how to do that, but like, I feel like there's been a lot of situations where like. He, he would have aided him if he was able to breathe. I could see him being in situations where he's like, fuck, we're going underwater. Yeah, well, the only other reason why I can understand it is also, you know, fire-breathing dragon and water obviously doesn't mix well, so... Yeah, yeah but your thing is, but the thing with your breath weapon is also magical fire in a way, so it's like... Well, I'm just saying, like, just the premise of it. Yeah. You can get a memorial character. expect a dragon to start breathing underwater. No one's gonna expect a fire-breathing dragon to be breathing underwater. Exactly. Just become a Mario character with a fireball power-up. Plus, plus, I also got a potion of water breathing, apparently. So, I'm good. Alright, uh, well, I just kind of look at him shocked for a sec, and I just, uh, carefully, uh, take it, yeah. Okay. So you and can- I just say, thank you. Yeah. So you can look, uh, you know, Cloak of the Manta Ray, it's on D&D Beyond. You can look it up and add it to your character sheet there. Um, let's see, Cloak of the Manta Ray. Yep. There you go, buddy. But yeah, he'll give that to you guys and say, You're, I think you guys might need this. Um, it's not much, but it should help you a little bit. Sorry, I can't be of any more service, but those things, what they became. Cloak, dude. Holy fuck, dude. That's a knee. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, the Rowan will just say those things, what they became. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, it is. It is. I do like Cloak of the Manor, right? It is pretty cool. Let Kevin finish the sentence, oh my god. It's okay. I'm used to it. But, uh, bro, he just, those, those things, what they became, I can't face them again. They, they were my friends. Family. I, I couldn't hurt them. I couldn't... It's okay. It's alright. We'll take it from here. You did your work. And all that's ours. All right, and uh, I think that's a good enough place to leave it. Uh, I agree. Thank you guys for listening in. Sorry for all the emotions and <laughs> the suspense. Uh, yeah. Good content. Yeah, no, th this is going to be an interesting arc. I'm very excited for what's in store here. <laughs> I love sadness. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh thank you guys for listening and you know like subscribe do all the things um 
let's get this podcast, you know, more people listening to it. That'd be great. Uh, you guys have anything? I think I'm all set. Yeah, that's about it. All right. So we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye, guys.